You're listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast with me, Writer Gal. I want to show you how you can reach more people in more ways with less effort. Today, I want to talk about flirting. I'm going to share about why and how you need to flirt with Google. Today's topic is the basics of SEO and keywords. And essentially what that is, is doing the right things to flirt with Google. So Google likes you. And then when Google likes you, they'll start ranking your page above others. And you want to be one of those first few links because one of those first few links in Google search results pages, they get clicked on more often than if you're on page three, four, five, six, (laughs) fifty. So flirting with Google. You need to produce high quality content, you know, high quality content, 500 to 1,000 to 2,000 words on a page. Those will do the biggest. I want to be high quality, not just random stuff. (laughs) The thing about Google is we don't really know all of their secrets about what they really want. There are some things that we do know, and one of those is it has an algorithm to know what high quality content is. It can also recognize unique content. So if you're writing a blog post and sharing that same blog post word for word on 10 other sites, it's going to dilute the one that's on your website. So it's not going to be as powerful. So it wants you to have unique content on your website that's not related to any other website. Relevance. If you lead people to think that you're, you're, page is going to be about mm, essential oils. But when they come on your page, it's a cooking meat show where you never mention (laughs) essential oils anywhere. Google's algorithms are smart enough to recognize that and knows that your content is not actually relevant. Content that is has high engagement. So blog posts that have more comments, social media that's got a lot of shares. Google likes that. And Google also likes websites that are mobile friendly. This is a new update in the past couple years, I think it is. If your website does not have an optimized mobile version, your website is not gonna rank very high on Google because Google wants all of the websites to be mobile friendly because so many people are searching on our phones. And if your website is disgusting, hard to read on a a smartphone, Google doesn't wanna show that to people. There are so many different factors that Google uses to determine who's going to be one and who's going to be 100 in the search results. The good and maybe the bad news is we can control about half of that through the content on the site. The half that we can't really control as much is things like how long you've had your domain, the traffic you're getting to your website, a bunch of other sort of offline and behind the scenes things. But half of it are things like how many social media followers your page has, how unique your content is, the readability of it. The load speed is important as well, but that's something for your web developer probably. How you are using your content, your page rank, your keywords, using the right keywords. Using keywords is what you need to do for every page. What this is, is when anybody goes to Google, when you go to Google, in a phrase. It's that phrase that we want to predict 
what people are going to search for when they're looking for your business. So for me, I imagine people may be searching for Vancouver copywriter or freelance copywriter Vancouver or a various other bloggers, Vancouver bloggers. I've done some research and I've determined that these kind of words are what people are using when they find my website. So I'm going to pick a word like Vancouver copywriter and then I'm going to optimize my content based on that keyword. I'm going to use that keyword in certain key points on my page. So for example, I want to have that keyword included in my meta title and meta description. The meta title and description is what Google will nine times out of 10 show up on that search results page. So that's the title and the two line description. Put your keyword in both of those spots and that will make a big difference. If you can have your keyword in your URL somewhere, if it makes sense, include it in there as well. That's another spot that Google is going to look for. Once you get onto the page itself, include that keyword as the title for the page. Now the title for your page should always be an H1 style, heading one. If you go into the code of your individual pages, you can see that's a little H1 with the triangle brackets around it. Or if you have styles on your website, if you got a pull down menu, make sure that, that always says heading one. The next thing is I want you to use this keyword phrase in the body of your page. So in the juice. So if it's your blog post in the body of your blog post, the ideal ratio for this is 2%. So your keyword should be used about 2% of the time. This is your keyword density. A great way to check this if you don't have a plugin on your site that will tell you this is to go to this website, seoreviewtools.com forward slash keyword dash density dash checker. So that's seoreviewtools.com forward slash keyword density checker. And you can copy and paste your content into here and if you scroll down, it will tell you how many times you've used certain phrases on your page. When it comes to keyword density, make sure that that's always about 2% of the body. Any more, and it starts to look like something called keyword stuffing, which you've probably come to those sites and seen where they're just purposely putting in keywords and it looks ugly and it's hard to read. Another spot you want to have your keyword located on your blogs and your web pages is in the alt text of images. So when you upload an image to WordPress, wherever that is, you have an option to put in something called the alt text. That's just a little text field. What that's actually used for is if for whatever reason your image doesn't load, people will see the text so they know what image was supposed to be there. It's also great for accessibility as well for those that can't see the web page. I believe it reads them, it reads it back to them as well. So you want it in your meta title and description in your URL, if you can, not a, not a deal breaker. And then on your page, you want it in the page title, the alt text and the body text, the body text about 2%. Some little bonus areas you can include it in is any hyperlinks. You can include it in the hyperlink text in headings, in bold, in italics, whatever that is. When you do that to your keywords, it helps them stand out and it helps Google see them as well. 
a question I get asked all the time is how do I find out what my keywords are? You know, there are a lot of tools that you can use. Two of my probably favorite free versions is just go to Google. Start typing in something related to your business. So let's say you are a wedding DJ. Type in wedding DJ and see what that drop down of auto suggest ideas give you. Because these are based on what people are actually searching for on Google. So you might come up with some great topics there, some great keywords that you can use. Another great free tool, although it is somewhat limited, but you can get a couple of ideas at least, is keywordtool.io. Keywordtool.io. You type in your website or a keyword that you know about your business, your niche, and it will come up with a whole bunch of ideas that you could use. And you know, these are just two of the places that you can get keywords from. Google has their own tool. There's paid tools, there's a bunch of other free tools, but these are sort of two of my easiest to use that I recommend for my clients who want to do their own keyword research. If you don't want to do your own keyword research, I could do some of that for you. I've got access to some great tools and I can help you to come up with a list of, you know, 10, 15 or 20 potential keywords that you can use in your content, in your blog posts, in your website. If this is something that you'd like to chat about, send me a message. Head to writergal.ca, scroll down to the bottom, use the chat or send me a message with the form at the bottom and we can chat about how I can help you come up with these tools. Or if you want more tools, you know, send me a message. I can send you a link to a couple other tools that have a little bit longer URLs so they're hard to just verbally tell you what they are. If I can help any way with the, your SEO, please let me know. Once you have your keywords and you need help to implement them on your site, let me know. I can help you with that or I can provide some more education for you to do that yourself. That is it for now. Go off and find some keywords for your business and start implementing them. It may take some time, but you're going to start noticing that your website could be ranking higher for certain keywords if you're using them in all of these places that I've shown you in this episode. Until we chat next time, stay caffeinated. Thank you for listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast. For more content marketing fun, check out www.writergal.ca.